Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Up Podcast, entitled Lead It or Leave It, with your host, church consultant and leadership coach, Chanel Ramsey. Um, there's some things we want to talk about. We've been in this topic of doer, feelers, and thinkers. But before I say anything about that, I just want to say thank you to everyone who wished me a happy birthday. Um, who um, reached out to me via text, email, phone call, on Facebook, on Twitter, just to say happy birthday, Instagram, saying happy birthday. You guys are the best. Thank you for remembering that day. It was a little bit challenging for me for my birthday, but um, it ended very well. Um, I was blessed by my friends I call family at this point. They took me out to dinner, which was really, really great. And um, we had an amazing, amazing time um, for dinner that night, um, which went over really, really well. And I was really excited about it. Um, and so I want to say thank you. Thank you guys for remembering that day. Thank you for remembering uh, me. And as I'm growing older, <laughs> I pray it's like fine wine. It gets better with time. Um, so that's it. I want to say thank you guys for that. So what we do here on Tuesdays at 2 o'clock is we take the time to um, just empower each other and just talk about topics that you don't get to go to a workshop on these topics all the time. It's not something that you do often. Um, you don't have, we don't always have access to this kind of information or just to hear someone's thoughts on it. Um, and, and what I've learned in ministry, especially being um, pushed into some ministry positions is that there were a lot of times I found myself working in ministry and didn't know what I was doing um, and just learning as I go <laughs> and so I realized that hey this was harder than it had to be had someone taken me and sat me down and said okay here are some of the things you need to know as you start out or here's some empowerment tools or here's some things that can help you along the way um, I feel like I would have had a more successful journey and so what I do with Power Up, again, with these power chests that we do, I don't consider myself a leadership expert, but I am someone who I've been a student. I've been learning a couple of things along the way. I've been listening to other people's thoughts and concepts on leadership. I study leadership. And um, what I do is I bring those tools to you, and I just talk to you about what, I, what I've experienced and what I know um, to have worked, a proof of concept. And so I want to welcome at this time Pauline and... Um, Jonathan, thank you guys for joining me on today. And so again, I don't consider myself to have to be an expert in leadership, but there's some things that I learned along the way because I made so many mistakes, so many, 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 many mistakes. I mean, if I could tell y'all the stories of the things that I did that was crazy in the name of God, <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it just, it was zealous. There's a lot of zeal involved. Um, um, just being placed in positions of leadership too early. A lot of things was thrust on me and I was just too immature to handle it. And I made a lot of mistakes and some people were impacted by those mistakes, you know. Um, but from those mistakes, I've learned a couple of things. And those are the lessons that I want to share with you. Again, not that I'm an expert, but I'm a student and we're going to learn together. So we've been talking about dreamers, fillers, and doers. Now, guys, this thing just took a, a new turn for me today because I want to talk to you guys primarily about feelers because feelers don't get enough respect. They, they don't get enough shine. Um, they don't get enough shine for me. And so um, we've been talking about these dreamers and these doers and 
you know, they get a whole bunch of uh, spotlight. <laughs> hey, Tamar, thank you for joining me today. They get a whole bunch of spotlight and people always talking about them and you get to hear the different thoughts and they're, all, they're the ones that's usually on the mic. Not the, uh, not the particularly the feelers. The dreamers are usually the ones that's up inspiring people and getting them involved and saying, hey, come on with us over here. And, and then you have the, um, the doers who are planning. So they're, they're at the team meeting laying out the plan. But the feelers don't usually get that much shine. You know, they're not the ones on the microphone. They're not the ones in front of the people. Um, so much so, but they're in the crowd and they are working with people to to make this thing a reality. And so, oh, my Uncle Sonny is on. Hey, Uncle. So I want to talk today about feelers. So let's define really quickly what a doer, doers and dreamers and feelers. Okay, so we know doers are like the planners. They're the ones that you want to talk to when it's time to get a concrete plan in place. They're the ones that are driven by plans, um, driven to see things happen. Um, um, they are the ones that you go to when you want to do something, when you want to put a plan together, okay, when you want to finish something. And so that's doers. Dreamers are the people that like to start things, right? They're the ones that inspire you to move. They're the ones that um, have the vision, right? Visionary leaders are usually dreamers. Um, they are the ones that um, like to get things going. They're very um, much fixated on progress, um, but not necessarily on planning. Okay, and then your feelers are the ones that value relationships. Okay, they're the ones that you go to when you want to put look at talent and you want to put things into alignment. That's the feelers. Those are the ones that you go to for that. So why is this important to know, right? Because people in the wrong place or in the wrong position in ministry could add unnecessary pressure to the structure. I'm going to say that again. When you have people in the wrong place or position in ministry, it adds unnecessary pressure to the structure, to your organizational structure. So when it's the same thing for business, if you have a business, but if you put people in the wrong place, okay, it adds unnecessary pressure. People in the wrong place add unnecessary pressure. And you'll know this <laughs> and you'll know this, of course, when you start to try to move forward and you feel that there's a weight. Um, there's, um, th there's a weight that slows you down, but not only does it slow you down, but it's a frustrating weight, okay? There's difference between um, a weight that is, is necessary and then a weight that is um, something that is slowing you down. Jesus said it like this. He says, um, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Not that there is no burden. But there will be a burden that is light when you are working in ministry or you are endeavoring to bring forth a God-inspired idea or a God-inspired vision of an organization or a planned initiative. There is a light burden. There is. Um, but when you have a burden where you feel like we're not moving, we're not progressing, there's something slowing us down, there's something hindering us, then that is a time to take inventory because most likely you have people in the wrong place that's actually unnecessary pressure to the structure okay when you find and I always tell people this when you find your fit you function better when a person finds their fit they find the place where they fit best they function better okay if you want to see optimum performance out of your team out of your your ministry if you want to see 
the, 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 the bigger, you have to first start with getting it better, okay? Before you can see the bigger, you have to start working on getting it better. And the way to get it better is to make sure your team, the people that you work with, are in their right fit so that they can function at the highest level. Most of our problems stem from having the wrong people in the right places. Most of our problems stem from having the wrong people in the right places or having the right people in the wrong places or having the right people in the right places, but it's the wrong season, okay? They, they, they need to summer a little bit longer in their seats before they get up and start to serve. There's so many times we run into these challenges. You have the wrong people in the right places, the right pe pe people in the wrong places, or you have the right people the right place but it's the wrong season okay for that idea it could be the wrong season for them um, so you have to know what is now what do we work on now what do we work on next and then what should we put into the never box I will never do that um, every great idea is not always a great idea for you every great idea is not always a great idea for your ministry or your business it might work for someone down the block but it might not work for you and so I love um, just being able to understand this because it saves us a lot of unnecessary pressure, unnecessary mistakes. And that's really what the drive is even behind why I do these Tuesdays at two is because I realize that there are some avoidable mistakes, right? There are some mistakes we make that could have been avoided. And so when you understand whether you, first of all, are a doer, dreamer, or feeler, or the, and then also secondly, now understanding who you work with, who's on your team that's helping you. Are they dreamers, doers, and feelers? Here's the powerful thing. We are all all three but we are great at one of them good at another and then average at the last we are all all three of those things but we can't all be the most of all of those things so there are different areas that you're going to be the greatest at okay so for me i'm the doer I'm the doer, but lately as I'm evolving, I'm seeing more of the dreamer come forward. And so it can vary, it can vary, but the more you know yourself and the more you know your team, the better you can function. So today we're gonna to talk about feelings because they just don't get enough shine. You know, they really don't get enough shine. They don't get enough attention. They, you know, again, like I said, they're usually not the ones on the microphone. The doers are on the microphone, the dreamers are on the microphone, but those feelers, those people that value relationships, they value aligning relationships and talents with the vision. And so I want to talk to you about that. So right now I want to welcome London. Thank you for joining me. Welcome Gail. Thank you for joining me. Again, guys, make sure you invite people, share this on your timeline, let everyone know that you're on with me today at 2 o'clock. So here's, feelers have a vision for how people might work together, okay? That's what the feelers are. Feelers have a vision on how people might work together, okay? They prioritize relationships over results. They prioritize relationships over results. Are you a feeler? Are you a feeler? Are you the one that um, you care more about the relationships and how people are getting along versus whether or not we actually reach our goal? Um, and so, the, and, and that's okay. Each of us have our part to play. And the beauty of the body of Christ is that we can't all be the same. And because of our differences, it's what helps us to work together to make it happen. So when you're a feeler and you're focused on relationships, not results, then what happens is this causes a tension among the three, the doers, the feelers, and the, and the dreamers. 
Oh, when you when you focus on relationships and not results, it causes this tension that happens. And remember what I said in the past two weeks. Welcome, Jadita. What I said the past two weeks, don't be afraid of the tension. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace the tension. Embrace the challenge of working together. Why? Because the tension helps you to understand that you don't know it all <laughs> and that you need the insight of the other two in order to make this a working machine that gets the job done okay so this causes attention why because the dreamers are focused on progress right because they want results <laughs> the doers are focused on plans why because they want results and then the feelers are not so concerned about results <laughs> they're more concerned about relationships they are in love with the journey not necessarily the destination Okay, and that's okay because the more you understand them, the better you can work together. So here it says, feelers don't, here's a quote from someone. It says, feelers don't finish enough things for doers, right? So that's why the doers are upset with the feelers and they don't start enough things for the dreamers. So here you are in this, this, this love triangle of feelers, doers, and, and dreamers. Feelers uh, don't think don't finish enough things for doers. So doers are like, look, we need to finish this. We need to get it done. And the fillers are like, well, did you know that such and such just had a baby or such and such is working on this? And you're like, okay, what does that have to do with the results? What does that have to do with what we have to do? We have to stick to the, stick to the plan. And so feelers don't finish enough things for doers. And then they don't start enough things for dreamers. So dreamers want to take initiatives. They have this big vision. They're inspired. They're ready to do it. And then the feeler is on the side saying, but um, who all's on the team? How are, we going, how are we going to get everybody together? Maybe we should do a dinner to talk about this. Or maybe we should go out. And that dreamer is saying, we just want to get the job done. Let's just go. So at first... Feelers seem weak, but they are hard workers and they value loyalty. And that's one thing you will know. If you ever work with someone who's a feeler and they're very much into, um, into relationships, they work hard, but they value loyalty. And they're not weak. They're just different. They're just different. And that's very, very hard for some of us to embrace because we want to be around people that's like us. We want to be around us. One time I, I told this in um, a, a workshop when I was doing a workshop for singles and we were talking about preparing for marriage. And I had all the singles in a workshop make this list of what is your ideal mate. And they were like, oh, he has to do this and he has to be like that and he has to do this. And we took one person and their list in the room, put it up on the board. And we started looking at all the attributes and we realized, wait a minute, that's you. You just described another you. <laughs> You just described another you. In other words, we like people that's like us. But people like us, when you have all these similarities and no contrast, then you have what I call the blind spot. That means what you miss, they'll miss. You need somebody who's going to catch the blind spots. So you need somebody that's different. Why? The person who's most likely gives you energy, but the other two, right, drive you nuts, basically. They're going to drive you crazy. Okay, the person who's most like you. So if you're a doer, you, when you're around another doer, you get hyped because everybody want to plan. We want to put it down on paper. We want to talk about all the intricate details of how we're going to get this done. If you're a dreamer, you get around another dreamer. You're like, okay, yeah, can't you see it? It's going to be great. We can invite this person. Yeah, that person to come and they can do this. And yeah, we could do all of that. 
So you're a dreamer. You're getting all excited about what could be. And then you have the feeler that come, and if they meet another feeler, they're like, yeah, I can't wait for that dinner. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk. I wonder how such and such is doing. I wonder where such and such is at. You have, you're all focused on all these different things. And so when you come into the opposite, it can drive you crazy because doers push dreamers and feelers. So doers are the ones that's pushing from the back. Oh, we got to get this done. What does the plan say? What is the next step? Dreamers irritate feelers and doers. Why? Because they're in this dream mode of being inspired and thinking about what could be while feelers and doers is like, well, let's work with what we really have. What's the reality of what's going on? And feelers, they just don't get no respect. They don't get no shine. They just get no shine. Okay. But everyone is part doer, dreamer, and feeler. Don't surround yourself with well-balanced people unless you aspire to have average success. Did y'all hear that? I know how it is. I know it sounds a little crazy to say don't surround yourself with well-balanced people. But listen to this. You want to look for wide-eyed dreamers. You want to look for impatient doers. And you want to look for feelers who prioritize people over results. Those are the people you want to put on your team, not the well-balanced. You want to put the extremes. Why? Because then they'll be able to pull you to the balance. They'll be able to pull you to the medium that's in the middle. Um, and then you'll be able to pull them to the medium. So again, this is just, again, this is just advice. You want to look for the wide-eyed dreamer. That person that's able to have that idea and talk about it and, and maturate over it and say, oh, this is good. This is real good. And we can do this and we can do that. And then you want to have that impatient doer, that one that's at the table say, okay, this all sound good, but where do we start? Who's going to be involved? How do we get them connected? What's next? Okay. And those people are, are critical to the movement of what you're doing and to the progress of what has to happen. Then you want the feelers. Because sometimes if you get bogged down in just doing planning and, pro and progress, you forget the people and how this is going to impact them. And I can tell you from experience, that has happened to me. I was so bad, y'all. It was bad. I was, I was a doer on steroids. You hear me? I was a doer on straight-up steroids, figuratively speaking. <laughs> and I was just so, I, you know, once... The visionary leader came with the vision, man, I started planning and I got all this written down. I got packets for the next meeting. I got folders to give out with who's doing what and, and um, giving out all of these ideas and these plans and delegating and saying, okay, this is what we got to do. This is who needs to do it and this is how it's going to get done and this is the amount of money we need to raise. And, this is, and I was so focused on the plan that I did not consider the people. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this at the surge. So I don't want y'all to miss the surge on Saturday, May 20th. If you are a youth leader or you're in youth ministry or even if you just want to come, you need to be there because I'm going to talk a little bit more about my journey and these mistakes that I made coming up where I, I fell in love with planning and I forgot about people. And so while I'm giving out tasks based on skill, I forgot to include their capacity. And I forgot to include their family and their, their personal responsibility. And so what I end up doing is just overworking people, um, you know, just, just not nurturing relationships, um, demanding stuff from people. And um, it did not work out well at the end. Let me tell y'all how bad I was because I just need y'all to understand that this is about transparency. This is not about being perfect. And one of the things that I did... I, w I didn't do this literally, but this is how I was. This is how I operated, right? 
say you worked with me and you were supposed to bring me a file and I'm at the church waiting for you to come with this file because I need it for a meeting or whatever and you called me and said hey I, I, I can't make it I got into a car accident I was hit by a car forget got in a car accident I was hit by a car I'm on the way to the hospital my first thought would be okay so she can't bring me the file not I'm not thinking are they okay? Did they break anything? Do I need to call their family? Who knows um, what hospital they're going to? No, 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 no. My first thought is, okay, they can't bring me the file. My second question that I would utter out of my mouth is, okay, where are you located so I can come and get the file from you? Really, Chanel? Really? They just got hit by a car. Is that really what you want to ask right now? Not, are you okay? Not, is there anything I could do? Um, do I need to go get your kids? Do you need any money? Can I meet you at the hospital? No, 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 no. I was just so focused on the plan, I forgot about the people, okay? And, and I'm saying that to say this because some of y'all are on here today and you, we know how it is. We could be a beast when it comes to business. We can be a beast when it comes to doing what we got to do. But you can't forget the people. And so the feelers help to bring you into balance. They help to remind you that without the people, the vision perish. <coughs> and without vision, people perish. So you need both. So that's what I want to say. And this is the third thing. You need small doses of those people who drive you nuts. You have to spend quality time with them. Spend quality time with the people that's on the opposite end of you. Why? Because timing is everything. I know we think we know everything. I know it, it, sometimes it looks like we know everything, but there's so much value in sitting down with people that are not like you. Sitting down with people that can add value to you because there's a contrast, there's a tension there. So that's something that I want you guys to take into consideration. Um, again, when you start talking about dreamers, you start talking about feelers, you're talking about um, those that are, are part of the process with you, okay? Because feelers, feelers worry about how people are doing. They take people's problems personally. They like working with others. They understand people's motivation and they love meeting pressing needs. That's something that you probably didn't know about a feeler. They worry about how people are doing. And you need that. You need that balance. Because if you're, you're a dreamer, you're just ready to run, you're ready to go, you're ready to do. If you are a, a doer, you just planning, you forgot about the people, and you focus on the plan. But you need those feelers that's going to worry about how people are doing. That's going to take people's problems personally and say, hey, we need to do something to help such and such. We need to do something about this. They understand people's motivation. Why? Because people don't do what you want them to do because you told them. They do what you want them to do because of their own motivation for it. So you need to understand motivation. And they love meeting pressing needs. And so this is something that can help you build your team. All right. Now, I've said enough about these feelers and these doers and these dreamers. I hope you got something out of this conversation today. Um, I really, really wanted to bring out the feelers today because I felt like they just don't get enough shine. People don't talk about feelers enough because um, you in your feelings. That's all they say. You in your feelings. Why are you always in your feelings? Because I'm a feeler. That's why. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to take questions at this time. I see one question. It says, how do you balance all three? 
I don't think there's a balance between all three. I'll tell you what I think about balance, first of all. Balance is not a destination. It's a journey. Um, it's something that you have to keep doing. You never arrive at quote-unquote balance. You have moments where you feel the most balanced. But then just like life is fluid, you never know what's going to come next that's going to throw you out of balance. So it's about always balancing. It's a balancing act. It's not a destination of arriving at a place called balance. Um, and then balance of all three, do you mean within yourself or within your team? If you're talking about balancing all three within yourself, that's kind of hard to answer because it's really based on task and what role you play in that task. There are some tasks or some things that I pursue that I am more of the dreamer, right? I'm the initiator. I'm the one that's inspiring the process. I'm the visionary of that. Um, then there are some tasks where I'm the doer. So I lean more to, okay, I'm here to support. I'm here to undergird. Let me help you create a con concrete plan to execute this vision. Okay, and then there are sometimes where I come into another man's work where I am now a feeler because I need to help them. They planned it all out. They've been inspired already with the dream. They got people moving, but they are not considering the people. They just focus on the progress. And so I come in as that check and balance and say, hey, maybe we should survey the people to find out what they think about that plan or how can they help or what they would want to do. Um, versus us just shoving it down their throat and then expecting them to do it and frustrated when they don't do it because you know how we get. Okay, so that, that's what I would say. Now, if you're talking about your team, what I always tell people is you fill your team with doers and then you sprinkle in your feelers and your dreamers. You do not want a team that is majority dreamers because a head cannot move without a body. Okay, dreamers are more like the head. Okay? That's where the inspirations, where they see their vision, it's where they speak to inspire, it's where they think they have an idea. But the body is the plan, it's the heart of how it's going to happen, it's the legs for how it's going to move forward. Okay? It's the doers, that's where they are, it's the heart, the legs, the hands that get it done. The feelers is the heart, that's a part of the body. They feel, they get the tempo, they get the rhythm of how it's going to move forward. Okay, and so you want to balance it out that way when you have a team. Any other questions? Who's on here that's a doer? Anybody on here that's a doer today? Where are my doer people at? I know I saw someone said they was a dreamer, a dreamer slash feeler, <laughs> which is an interesting conversation. It's just an interesting conversation. Okay, great. I want to talk to you guys. Oh, hey, wonderful. I'm glad there's a doer. And the doer did. You see the doer text and said, let me put this in a comment. I'm a doer. <laughs> oh, the feelers are probably still filling it out. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. So um, there's so many great things happening with Power Up this Saturday. We are four days away from the surge. I'm telling you guys, this Youth Leader Summit is going to be amazing. I want you to. I want you there. I want to see you. I want to meet you guys in person. I want you to invite a youth leader that you know needs a refreshing, needs an encounter. Youth ministry is something that is pretty amazing. Um, they are fostering the relationship with our future. Um, they're raising up the next army of God um, that's going to take over once we pass the baton. And so their role in ministry is so vital, but they are so underappreciated um, in so many different churches. Um, and then it's not always that they willfully are, that's willfully done. Sometimes it's just 
the nature and the culture of a place that you put more emphasis on the parts that are glamorous, that are big, that are seen. And youth ministry is not glamorous um, for most ministries. It's something that's put on the back burner. So I want to take this Saturday and I want to pour into youth leaders. God has given me a special charge for youth ministry this year. Um, I, I don't know why. I told him I was retiring from youth ministry when I turned 35. And I turned 35. And this year, he began to release a charge to me for youth ministries. And so I want to empower youth leaders. I want to share my story of 20 years of experience in youth ministry. Um, I've started out as um, just someone that was volunteering and I went from being a volunteer and I've served in every capacity th you can think of. I've served in, um, and I've learned a lot along the way. And so I want to do that in the surge, that surge, that strength that they need, that surge of um, strategy, that surge of strength, that surge of connection that they need is going to be in that place. I don't want them to miss out on this encounter. If you know somebody, share that flyer with them. It's on my Facebook page. Tell them about this Saturday, May 20th, and it's free. And I made it free because I wanted it to be affordable. I wanted there to be no excuse why you could not be there. Make it happen. Make it, make it happen and be there because this is an encounter specifically designed for youth leaders and so I'm excited about it I'm excited about the people that's going to be joining me Apostle James Powell Minister Danielle Lewis Johnson is going to be there um, none other than Pastor Ricardo Lewis from Philly is going to be there um, uh, Minister Natasha Gordon she's going to be on the panel Minister Travis Smith is going to be with us um, uh, Lady Claudia is going to be leading us at worship I'm telling you and my co-host for that day is none other than Alyssa Abernathy and she's a powerful dynamic woman of God she's doing youth ministry now and she's been faithful to her mom and to her church Apostle Abernathy and we're going to all come together and have this uh, this great conversation to solve some problems right because we're seeing a lot of things happen with our young people but when you study history revolutions begin with young people when you begin to study history you realize that there's more power in them than we have ever um, even thought to consider to be on the inside of this generation. And so we don't want to miss out. Why let the enemy have what God had already ordained for us to have? These young people belong to the kingdom of God, and we're going to go after them, and we're going to go after them with strategy. We're going to go after them with a plan. We're going to go after them with power. And so I want to invite these youth leaders. I want to invite youth leaders to join me on Saturday, May 20th. And so we can hang out together. There's going to be some lunch provided. But I want you to register. You go to thesurge.eventbrite.com and you can register there. Again, it's free. Let your people know. Let your friends, your followers, your fans, everybody, let them know um, to meet me there. It's going to be a great, great time. We're going to have fun. Y'all, I got some fun stuff planned. You know, I was already in my leadership lab cooking up some stuff. All right. So we got some fun stuff planned. I'm trying to think about what kind of props I want to bring that day. Um, we're going to have some great things. I'll be ministering on Friday at um, the Love City um, Church, and I want you guys to pray for me there. We're going to be ministering on Friday night as well. Um, and then on Saturday, we'll be at the Surge, fully loaded and ready to surge at Power Up. Um, I love you guys. Any questions for me? You guys know how to reach me. Like I said before, I'm a leadership coach. And so what coaches do, we don't play the game, but we help you strategize to win. I'm always here for one-on-one -on -one sessions for ministry or business um, in life and in leadership. I'll sit down. We can strategize a, a plan, put it together, a plan for you to win, um, to see the best out of your life, out of your ministry, out of your business. Why? Because I believe in you. I believe you should win in life. I believe that that's God's plan. So I'm excited about everything that's coming up. I want you guys to take notes. Meet me on Tuesday. 
at Tuesdays at 2 p.m. so we can continue this conversation. I'm about to wrap it up because um, this topic is just so many parts to it, but we're going to bring it to an end so we can talk about the next thing. The next topic I'm going to talk about is resentment, resentment in ministry, and that's going to be a touchy one, but it's going to be a good conversation. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you. Give me some thumbs up, some hearts. If you enjoyed today, make sure you share this, post it on your page. Share the flyer. Let everybody know that you have been Thank with you Leadership again Coach Chanel for Ransom joining us Tuesday on the Power Up Podcast, Lead It or Leave It, with your host, Chanel Ramsey, where we seek to inspire and empower today's leaders. For more information about Power Up, we invite you to visit us at powerupnetwork.org, or you can reach us by email at info at powerupnetwork.org. Feel free to subscribe. Go on social media, like our page, and follow us. Till next week, be inspired.